three, two, one. That sounded great that on one, my end. Let's let's do that one more time. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Your face. I'm so mad. Wow. That's I'm so mad. Wow. You know what? You don't need to mansplain clapping to us. We got it. Oh, okay. I we got it. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. 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 Light as a All right, shall we? We shall. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm here. Hello. Oh my god. Oh, hi. We have a squee- a scream queen uh stand in this week. <laughs> oh my god, it's a scream queen stunt double. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we have uh, I guess producer Scott. Hello. Yes, I am producer Scott on Yay. this show and others. You guys remember how last time Emma was sick? When well, now Kelly's sick. Yeah. And Emma's here. Both and- with tummy issues that were mysteries. Mystery tummy issues. The hard part is, is that there's no replacement for either of you. No, there's Aww. not. So I kind of feel bad that I'm here. Like, no, it's not. I'm, right. I'm not really a replacement for Kelly. I you're just, standing. You're standing. You're, 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 you're a little addition. Little addition to the pod. You know, it just as you always are. Helps. Also, yeah. I have a small bone to pick with you, Scott. We there Let's have been fight. many times during recording where we're like, Scott, chime in here and give us your opinion on this during editing. When does he do it? You never, never do does it. it. Never does it. I don't. And there's a reason why that is. Tell me. And I guess that'll take me to my spook's joy. Oh, okay. What's happening? Hi. Okay. Welcome to Spooky Slumber Party. This is a podcast yeah. where we talk about spooky, wonderful things. Yes. Um, we do a little thing every week called Spook's Joy. What is spooking joy for you this week, Scott? So I have been editing these episodes on a fine computer but i haven't had like oh, everything set up with sure. it like a microphone yeah. for example oh so that's gonna make it hard to chime in exactly i haven't like i i have in order to do that i would have to pull everything out mm-hmm. to record you know a little five second bit i built the most bad ass computer you built it about what 10 days ago now <laughs> it is so badass it's it is 10 a days tiny old. little computer it's it's in a 15 liter case all steel made in america um and it is crazy powerful i am so excited i'm loving it i've been overclocking it and getting it set up getting all my software installed on it and uh, so when you ask me to chime in, you may actually get me at this point because I got Yay. a microphone set up. I got I got the whole thing done. Okay, oh, so you're saying awesome. we should we should keep trying then. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly can try. Yeah, I love it. I love that there's an option for that now. That's very exciting. Um, for those of you who don't know, producer Scott, he produces our show quite literally. Um, he also produces the Cult Show and our show Genre Junkies. Mm-hmm. So. I do a little bit more than just produce genre junkies. Yeah, you're kind of like my sidekick, I guess. Is <laughs> kidding. Co-host, co-host, just like all of the shows. We're co-hosts. We're co-people. <laughs> um, that's a great spook story, though. Anything else? Yeah, that's my big one. What about you, Derby Devil? Oh, what I you have got? a very good spook story today. What could um, be? So I uh, quite literally. Just got home from my first derby practice in two years. Like exactly two years, oh right? Officially, actually, lit- well, I think we were practicing a little bit after that game, but two years ago today was my last game. Last game I played in 2020. Right. So I think we practiced for a couple, like a week or two afterwards, and then COVID was like, nah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, first first time playing roller derby, being on skates and low, like very lightly hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it was a, a BC level practice, so it wasn't a aggressive. Light tap. A yeah, light tap. there were a lot of newer skaters there. It was very fun. It was like a great first practice back for me. It was the most yeah. perfect. Um, also, I'm playing with my dream team. Literally, like the game, the team that I have dreamed of playing for since I started Derby in 2018. Like, how crazy is that? That's pretty crazy. Incredible. Yeah, I was just sitting there with my skates on waiting for practice to start. And I was like, holy shit, I'm here. <laughs> like, I Aww. did it. I fucking did it. And I'm like, I'm only on the rec league this year. Like, it's not, I'm not playing not for only. them. It's not an only now. But That's it's, only. it is a big deal. You know, like, it it's, it is. And I need to, I need to give myself that hype because I fucking did it. You know, like, I had a goal to get to Portland and play with Rose City. And I have begun that journey i'm on the first stepping stone so i'm very proud of myself exciting and it's you know we just had to sit tight through the through the worst of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. and look at that is everybody have to be vaxxed everyone has to be vaccinated they are requiring boosters as of march 15th i think and then um yeah, so you have to upload your like vax card to the website and everything, so that can be all checked. And then uh, practices are still masked right now, but the mask mandate in Oregon is being lifted on the twelfth. So we'll see if that changes. I think the, from what I saw last, from when the mask mandate lifted last time, they did masked and unmasked practices. So you could pick which ones you wanted to go to. So oh, okay. yeah, we'll see what my comfort level is like because everyone's vaccinated and everyone's it seems like everybody's, you know, taking that shit seriously. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's very exciting. The Derby Devil rides again. The Derby <laughs> Devil is back. Smack is back, baby. That's very exciting. It was so wild introducing myself to people as Smack tonight. I was like, I'm at Smack. That's me. Smack. <laughs> I'm E Smack. I'm E Smack. <laughs> I love it. Did what people about get you, it? Litwitch? Oh yeah. Did people get it though? Smack oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like two people were like, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. from afar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Smack. It's funny. Uh. <laughs> um, me. <sighs> I honestly, I'm, I'm on the struggle bus. I don't have a whole lot of joy to spook, but I will say. Two albums that I'm listening to a lot that I love very much, and I never got to fully talk about it, Zeeland Ardor's new album, and Venom Prison has a new album. Okay. And the lead singer, Venom Prison, who's just a badass, amazing activist woman, uh, she's pregnant. And I just can't really imagine anything cooler than watching somebody, like, fucking shrieking, shredding, like, while pregnant. like While growing a human hi- in them? That's high. insane. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, so two amazing albums that one should listen to. Yeah, as soon as one is able. Um, yeah, it's a bu- it's a bummer right now in the in the world. It's um, I mean, there's always bummers going on, but it's a little heavy out there. Mm-hmm. A little heavy out there right now. Yeah. It's been a little rough. The I world mean, it really is has. going through it, especially Ukraine. Fuck. Ugh. Um, I know of a spook's joy that maybe you're looking forward to. Tell me, because I want to know. Okay. <laughs> what am I looking forward to, please? We're going to see a show at the end of this month. Oh, my God. We are going to see Everything is Terrible. Your <gasps> oh! Kids Club Road Show. <laughs> right? I tried to get my hands on a VHS of, uh, what's his name? The fucking Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire. Oh, my God. To add God. to the Jerry's. I'm so excited. Been a huge fan of them for a long time. I know you're a huge fan. Kelly's also, a huge yes. fan. I think they're coming to Portland too. I want to try to get to that show. Yeah, you should check. I mean, and tickets were not very much money. Like, yeah. I mean, it's you know because they're just I don't know. They're just they're just real. I have no fucking clue what this show is going to be like. I don't know what to I'm expect. interested. I'm super. Please report back. <laughs> I can't wait. So that'll be the end of the month. So that's something very exciting to look forward to in the darkness of the world. Oh, my God. Everything is. And if you don't know what everything is terrible is, look them up on Instagram. And they are on TikTok. But they're, they're TikTok more of an Instagram. They're more of a presence on Instagram, and I, I just, you either get it or you don't. Yeah. You're either a millennial or you aren't. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Let me be honest. Yeah. Or you just, it. like, really love super fucking dry existential humor. 
because oh, i feel so like that's when yeah oh my yeah. god i fucking love it god. oh my god i'm so excited i'm excited to see the weird costumes <laughs> i mean people just like rave about it and i i just i can't wait i hope we get to see them every time they do a tour uh, we should go together one time next time they tour <gasps> we should oh, that would be lovely. really fun That'd be lovely. That'd be so fun. And Kelly, we're all going. Oh, yeah. The whole oh, slumber yeah. pack. Yeah. Slumber pack. Slumber pack is back also. Um, should we talk about this week's topic? Oh, my God. What are we talking about? What are we, we talking about? about? Lo- TCM, the Texas Chainsaw Massac- Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Woo. Um, <laughs> Scott's stoked. <laughs> So Scott did watch this movie. Producer Scott did. It was kind of a last minute um, thing. He's like, well, I did watch it. I can jump in. I do mm-hmm. not have the notes, however. That's so okay. I'm flying by the seat I, of my Honestly, pants. you're a perfect stand-in for Kelly because her and I never have <laughs> notes. So That is also true. And I love notes because otherwise I won't remember what to say. I will say, though, I have thoughts. Okay. I also have thoughts. <laughs> Can we go? No notes, but many thoughts. Oh, and let's just, obviously, this this is the new text Chainsaw Massacre. It's on the, the Netflix. If you haven't watched it, there will be spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled, you've been officially warned. There you have it, right? Yep. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Should we do our little slumber thing we do where we just kind of say our basic kind of thoughts? I would love that. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. for Please kick us off, Litwitch. I'm going to go first. Please do. Shit. Okay. So a little background. If you don't know, Emma and I are both huge fans of the original. And and so is Kelly, too. But I mean, it's um it's in our top 10. I would say definitely oh, my yeah. top 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love I love this movie a lot, the original. So we know it's big shoes to fill. It is not guac. Everyone is not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought this was fun. I called it a romp. Um, I really liked the final girl a lot. I thought she was very charming as an actress and as a character. I was just very um like drawn to her. Um I liked the brutality. I liked that they had touches of social commentary, like all your good horror should, and the OG had some social commentary. And I like that. I am very disappointed that they skipped over the theme of vegetarianism and the nature of meat and the meat industry. It was really kind of pulling for that. That was kind of like my in my back pocket, like, come on, come on, yeah. pull it out. They didn't. Um, I have to I have to wonder. So all that being said, you probably could put anybody in there as the antagonist. Like, I don't think it had to be Leatherface. Yeah. So literally anyone. Yeah. But a romp. But a romp. Yeah. A romp nonetheless. I had fun. I was cheering, especially a lot of the brutality and the the gore and the blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 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 who's next? Oh. Scott, do it. So, I'll go. Okay. Let me preface this by saying... I appreciate and respect the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think that the direction, the filmography of it is beautiful. I don't really enjoy it very much. I, I'm not I'm not actually a huge fan of the original film. I know it's a point of contention with us, but I res- I I appreciate that you have respect for it. That's all that I ask. That's I appreciate all. the respect. I do. I do. And I'm sad um, for you, but I appreciate the respect. <laughs> That respect goes a lot into how I feel about this film. I thought that the first third of the film was a lot of fun. Um, The first kill is the best kill, and it was gleeful and fun, but it kind of went downhill from there. Um, It has a lot of uh, messages that it wants to tell. I feel it fumbles on every single one of them. Oh, yeah. And... uh, you know, you said it perfectly, Litwitch. Yeah. Any uh-huh. anyone could have been the killer in this. Nothing about this uh called upon the messaging and feeling that Leatherface gives in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was it was basically Jason with a chainsaw in this film. Yeah. Okay. 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 I am with both of you. 100%. I had a love slash, I wouldn't say hate, but a love slash annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> 
I um I agree with you. The first the first third of this movie, I I was like, this is silly. This is fun. Also, a little um concerning just with the idea of gentrification but with a young mm. black man being at the center of that uh-huh I, that was a little weird i i liked the gentrification thing i like that we talked about that didn't like that it was a young black man doing the gentrification and the white people being like this is our town yeah it felt a little icky yeah it felt icky did not like that at all um but i did enjoy all of the kills super fucking fun um loved also slashed annoyed by um bringing back (laughs) bringing back the final girl from the original texas chainsaw love seeing sally again but also like kind of a knockoff of halloween and what halloween is currently doing um but she was a badass and i was like fuck this is fun um sure yes yes yeah definitely on that by the end of it oh i loved the topic bringing up um school shootings very topical. Yes, I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. The and, PTSD. Um, I appreciate them bringing it up. <laughs> okay, there's something to be kind of funny said about that. Um, yeah. So, okay, so, yeah, PTSD, trauma, uh, school shooting is very relevant. Um, it, it gave, you know, some, some character mm-hmm. depth for our final girl, like I said, who I really liked. Um, can we talk about the themes a little bit more? Let's, and, please, let's. Okay. <laughs> So in the original, and I'm not trying to just like totally compare, but obviously they mean this to be a spiritual sequel. Like, I mean, like this is supposed to be like none of the other sequels happened, which is pretty fine by me. I think um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is like funny, but it's I mean, it it's not it, I mm, it's not it's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so so you can't and, and they did try with some of the theming. So the the kind of capitalism thing is there because in the original you know it's like the sawyers lost their jobs mm-hmm. you know they, they close the slaughterhouse so in this it's like the rich millennials coming in and, and kind of buying up the towns and home you know the town and the homes and, and people's livelihoods right and um i think that that's interesting and i i wouldn't have mind I did actually seen that explored a little bit more. They mm-hmm. kind of did with the um with the orphanage at the beginning. Oh, and she was like that whole mix up with the bank. We got that. We got that all cleared up. I, my heart right. broke for that woman. Um, I don't feel like the the overall execution of that was really well done though, because yeah, she finds this little folded up old deed in a jewelry box. That doesn't mean anything. Like that doesn't. And so they were. I don't know if they were trying to sell that as like she really did own her house. I think they were. I think that's, that's kind of they that's were trying the vibe. to sell. But I mean, you that have, doesn't prove anything. You have to yeah. you have to suspend a lot of disbelief that really a piece of paper just gets passed from person to person yeah, as like they buy property. One literal piece of paper, <laughs> like, bitch. It's twenty twenty two. That is not how this shit works anymore. <laughs> um, I I, I also want to say that. I eventually figured out what they were doing with this town and why they were there, but it was so poorly explained. Like yeah. I had to connect a lot of dots. So they were I, turning I it into like hard. a little, a fun little like resort town, right? Like that's what they were trying to do. I, I don't know if they were doing that or if they were somewhere closer to modern day homesteading. I couldn't quite tell. Right. I I kind of I kind of um likened it to. There's a lot of talk about people buying, you know, old ghost towns and turning them into basically, oh yeah, and turning them into hype houses, turning them in like (laughs) connecting fiber to it and having all of you know these, all these creators and you know basically hate it enslaving them uh, to create content. Yeah, Uh, that's kind of what I got from it. Eventually, Um, it really could have used like even just like a a, a two second like uh, I mean two minute opening of like maybe like a, a a 
a local news station talking about these kids coming in and buying everything and what their plans that would have been some good exhibition actually to do it yeah and that was definitely like alluded to at the gas station with the guy who was like oh we know about you (laughs) like yeah but we don't know about (laughs) that like tell me please you know everything sir tell me i want to know and i liked him too um no i agree i think when he said gentrifuckers i was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was good that was good that was good um i also think there's always something a little funny about in these movies we'll talk about guns in depth a little bit later but um because that's (laughs) that's a whole other thing but like everybody is you know I don't know. So like, no, guns, guns are bad. And then when the bad guy shows up, they're like, where is the man who has all those guns? You know, look how the turntables have turned (laughs) when you went to the guns. You go looking for that guy. Um, So the meat. I'm going to talk about the meat. I got to talk about the meat. Oh, the meat. meat. So Toby Hooper, director of the original, has told us this is a film about meat. That's what this is. That's what he said, yeah. Guillermo del Toro, um, like this was a movie that encouraged him to go vegetarian. Toby Hooper was vegetarian while filming it. It's a movie about how animals are slaughtered. There is the sounds of animals being slaughtered in the movie. It is about how humans are treated. It is about how living things are treated, disposable as, as meat, right? That's a big theme of it. And... I was very disappointed that Sally was butchering a pig at the beginning of this movie. Ooh, yeah. I was just kind of like, so this is my personal, obviously, belief as a plant-based person, but I'm like, so you have to brutalize an animal to show that you're a badass? Because that's not how the lit witch thinks. I think badass people are people who are kind to animals. Yeah, it's like Um, we're just going against everything the original movie stood for. And would she really, after... After seeing her friends as a buffet, I mean, Ugh. I don't know. I don't uh, yeah, I feel like I I'd go veggie so. after that. <laughs> um, one of the things that's so cool also about the original is it's very gritty and dirty. It's what you can do when you have no money. And of course, that is kind of lightning in a bottle. And, you know, but it's like they fill that void with noise. Like there's tons of noise in the film. There's machinery noise. There's animal sounding noises. There's barely any chainsaw in it. Um, And people have a tendency to think back on this movie and think it was more violent than it was. Yeah. But it's not. It's because he did a lot of mind games. Right. And it makes you feel uncomfortable. There's also just a time and a place. It was a very nihilistic time after the Vietnam War. And so, again, to an extent, you can't you can't catch the lightning in the bottle. But I just I would have liked more dirt. Mm-hmm. I would have liked more dirt and more weird sounds. And where was my room full of feathers? I didn't get a feather room. You didn't get a feather room? A feather room. and bone room. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Something else that, w- that the original really focuses on is family. Yeah. You know, is it this sure. family dynamic? And yeah. this kind of tries to capture that with the, the woman who ran the orphanage. But it's so brief. And she's basically just used as... um as a morality example very early on. And so you don't get, you don't get to explore what his really, what Leatherface's relationship was in this orphanage. Yeah. If you know, they call this a spiritual sequel. Well, I call it, I don't know what we're calling it. It was, it was billed as one to me even before. It's definitely a sequel. I don't feel spiritually. This has any connection to the original. I I would have liked more. I have a question. So I think, like we said, this literally could have been any killer. It didn't have to be Leatherface. It could be, you could plop any old killer in this movie and it would be like, oh yeah, it just, it's, it makes sense. Um, Was this supposed to be like, I mean, obviously with Sally's whole thing, like it was him, but like, fuck, how old was he in the first movie? (laughs) Like that this would be a sequel where it makes sense that like he, and like, why would this older woman be calling him her boy and everything? Like, I just, the whole idea of him being the same Leatherface, it just didn't come across really well until Sally came in at the end of the movie. I was like, oh, 
Like, there was part of me that was like, is this just kind of like inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre or is it supposed to be the same Leatherface? I was just confused by it up until the end because there weren't any real connections being made. That is a that is a bad sign that you were confused. (laughs) It's a bad sign. That doesn't have to be that complicated. That's (laughs) not your fault. That's the fault of the filmmakers. Um, they were very careful, I think, to kind of avoid ages. I always thought that Leatherface in the original was, you know, the youngest of the Sawyers, but maybe like. 1920 but i think in this it was more like he ended up at the orphanage so he'd be more like maybe 15 right you know like which is confusing i just i don't know i don't get it because he was so big yeah he's a big and like she she was a he was a big boy and she hid him in you know she took him in and she hid him she literally barricaded the murder weapon so he wouldn't get caught Mm -hmm. and like kind of tried to reform him and that that's also something that I think could be kind of interesting because, I mean, maybe there's a nature versus nurture angle to look at there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he's, you know, I would have, <laughs> I'm not saying Leatherface could go on and have a wife and children and a 401k. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like, maybe if he's not, you know, around the, the rest of the Sawyer family, like he wasn't that bad i don't know you know what i mean well i will say that i think that this film did too good of a job of humanizing leatherface in a way where i i was rooting for him <laughs> i was much too and i feel time. bad about that because the final girl was cool but i, was I know totally he rooting can, for leatherface <laughs> he can take out literally everyone else i don't care not invested in them um Okay, how much, though, do we love John Larroquette did the opening little preamble again, just like he did in the original. And, you know, in the original, they paid him in a joint uh, to do that. So I think he probably got paid at least a dime bag for doing (laughs) this film from Netflix. They gave him a dime Um, bag. So I read a really great, um, I think it well, not a biopic, but an autobiography, I think, from Gunnar... Hansen? Hansen. Gunnar Hansen. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like Rip. the... Yeah, shit. I don't even remember what the book was called, but it was basically about his time filming Texas Chainsaw. Oh, it was probably his biography. I think so. Yeah. And so he was telling, he was saying that um, when they got to the house that they were filming at, um, it was like some hippie couple's house and they were like, yeah, do whatever you want. And then they, f- they went into the backyard and saw there was just a huge field of fucking weed. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, shit. (laughs) Oh, God, we're already making like a fucking horror film that's going to attract the attention of cops in the area. (laughs) Right. But now it's like, fuck. We got all this weed in the back. Early 1970s Texas. That was a different, different world. Very different world. And so when you said they paid him in a joint, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know where they got that weed. That is hilarious. Um, maybe this is like I'm being overly sentimental. But speaking of Gunnar Hansen, um, I never got to meet him. Uh, people who have met him said he was just an amazing person to meet at cons. Yeah. It would have been I, I would have really liked a little tribute to him, to Marilyn Burns, who played Sally and to Toby Hooper. Yeah. I would have liked a little something you know what i mean because if you know they kind of made that movie what it was dedication a little dedication i maybe there was an easter egg and i missed it but i think obviously it should have been maybe a little more over but a little dedication would have been nice you know i don't know i don't know just me being sentimental we got more franklin than them and that's um that's already a crime um Shaky Graves doing a song at the beginning. I love Shaky Graves. So that was awesome. I was like, oh, hi, Shaky Graves. <laughs> what? How are you? Uh, yeah. How, what's up? Um, I love that they, the little homesteader gentrification people. Yeah, they're a cult. They're a cult, oh, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. That was definitely. funny. That was very funny. So you're a cult. <laughs> um, I liked the meta-ness of having, you know, it's now kind of a true crime tourist trap. Mm. I like that, that it's a little dark tourism mm-hmm. I destination. Lo- we love a dark tourism situation. Yeah. And I, because it's like, you'd one of, go. Yeah. Oh, Emma and I would go. We'd absolutely make a pilgrimage. Notice I didn't say we. Nope, you sure didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I said we, I meant me and Sandra. I know you wouldn't go. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, 
It was really, really sad. Oh, Leatherface. This is really, really sad. When he's trying to save his his mom. Oh, he doing the chest compressions. That was hard. That was sad. That was I mean, sad. it was so I mean, I guess the next best thing is to then wear your mother's face. Yeah, obviously that's the next step. Yeah, because oh, we can <laughs> save her. Let's peel her. And I think we've all seen the meme now where it's him holding up the face and the light and they say like it's a fruit roll up. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. I remember putting fruit roll-ups on my face. I do kind of love the little, like, the ritual of it, though. Like, he he did it. Yes. And it's like, oh, like, this is, this is natural. This is, like, what he has done before. He's like, well, she's dead. Now we have to cut off the face and right. no, wear you're, it you're as right. an homage to her. Like, you know, it, it felt very ritualistic. And I actually really appreciated that. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. The way yeah. he propped her up with the dead sunflowers and stuff, too. Yeah, um, I agree, because I know Emma and I, our favorite leather face is actually when he wears mother face in the original. Mother face. And he's got the cosmetics on and the little outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of goes through that ritual a little bit again yeah. in this one. And so I, I think that's super interesting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's like the type of thing where you like lean in and you're like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. Like, I loved it. It made my yeah. little heart real happy when it happened, which is kind of probably really right. fucked up. But Because <laughs> he has his little personas he adopts with each yeah. face. Though this one was nothing like the woman who raised him in the orphanage, no, I have no. to say. But. Yes, yes. What were you going to say, Scott? Uh, well, I think everything in the film... Up until the point, basically, where he finds the chainsaw is pretty well done, particularly when it comes to Leatherface. Like, I was really invested in Leatherface. I was invested in a lot of the characters. I liked a lot of the choices that they were making that were callbacks and, you know, him kind of, you know, going back to his previous ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and since we were talking about him trying to revive his mother, can we just talk about that first kill? Yes. The hand? Yes. Just snaps the guy's arm in half, exposing his, bo- his arm bones and shoving it into his shoulder. Yeah. That was one of the most awesome, satisfying, badass kills. Yeah. I it- mean, there was no there was no way to go up from there. It was no, perfect. that's true. This yeah. movie needed that as its first kill because texas chainsaw fans it's like yeah we love the chainsaw we love those kills whatever but like texas chainsaw fans are looking for something fucking brutal obviously right we want that crazy (laughs) 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 so inventive and creative and i know i want to to know who it was who thought up that kill because like like compound fracture to the neck that's a fucking sick kill dude yeah yeah he's like i he's like i just lost everything and it's like he reverts back and he's avenging her it felt appropriate (laughs) yeah um, I will say I do appreciate that Sally carried around the little Polaroid. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. Friends, that was cute. Um, I did like that Sally became a Texas Ranger. I think that's really cool. Yeah, honestly, respect. Yeah, yeah. She was like constantly like she was like I'm not gonna let this bitch get away with what he did to me and my friends. I love that. Um, another kill. Um, I I mean obviously the entire bus massacre. <laughs> So fucking oh my God. fun. The people who were on social media during it, that looked hella <gasps> fake. Like, oh or whatever. God. I was like, that's so, that was good. Oh my gosh. Have you guys seen the movie Spree? No. no I have not. Okay. I would it's, like to. So it's got the kid from uh, Stranger Things in it. Yes. Steve yes. Harrington, whatever the fuck his real name is. Um, It's basically that. Like, it's like he's doing a Instagram live and like literally killing people and everybody's like, this is so fucking fake. And it it reminded me of that a lot, but just like the idea of um, almost, you know, it's like, it's like war of the worlds ish, you know, like Mm -hmm. the radio show of being like people being like, Oh shit, this is real. But like the other way around where we're like, we've seen so much of this shit on social media now that we're cynical now. We're super yeah. cynical now, and I yeah. love that a lot of horror movies are playing on that trope, even though, like, it is a little overdone now, but at the same time, I'm like, that's still what would fucking happen, you know? Right, because, I mean, at least it's relevant. 
I mean, you know, and that and social media is not going away and it's been around for a long time. So exactly. might as well utilize it. I, I'm interested that you liked that scene. And I thought it was fun. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It was super what? fun. Super but fucking fun. I I um I was actually disappointed by how fetishized the chainsaw really was. And I recognize it's in the name. It's in the title of the series. What do you mean fetishized? So uh it, it was it was um in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's really not a lot of chainsaw. You said it yourself. Correct. Like, not a lot of chainsaw. There's a chainsaw at the end, really, and so it's the Chainsaw there's Massacre. Some chainsaw, on, it's kind of yeah. like what it was. It was kind of like you know, kind of like what they called it in the news, basically. Right. Whereas in this one, you know, he 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 breaks into the wall where the chainsaw has been sitting for some thirty years. 50, somehow, fifty fifty years. years. Somehow, still full of gasoline that works. <laughs> that works somehow. And from that point on, solar powered, everything, <laughs> everything was chainsaw. It was all it was chainsaw heavy, it was heavy all chainsaw. the time. Yeah, and like, like, like ninja sliding chainsaws across the floor, <laughs> rebounding off of the walls, like all these yeah. crazy chainsaw kills. It was, it's, it's like, it's like uh, Jason with his machete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it almost made it too iconic and became kind of a crutch that wow. took yeah. away from the from the from what I thought was actually fun in not just the beginning of this movie, but in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You make a yeah, good point. I agree. You make a good I'm point. With you. Like it is it is fun to see, but it's um it's again, it's one of those things like, Well, that's fun. It's not leatherface, but it's fun. You know, it's kinda yeah. it's kinda like that for me. I think yeah. you could do a callback like that, you know. In the end, Sally, 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 you know, Sally finally arrives and he picks up a chainsaw and the whole crowd goes, oh, my God, it's the chainsaw. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, I'm yeah. with and you there. And that you can have been. that like, like moment without making most of the movie just about how many ways can you kill someone with, with a, chainsaw. a chainsaw? It's like how many ways to wear a scarf? How many ways? Kill people with a chainsaw. Yeah. Um, uh, there was some good head wound. Call Ari. Call Ari Aster. Call Ari. There was some head trauma. It's super fun. Um, so, uh, I loved um, the kill of... Shit. I don't even remember his name now. Our, like, main dude. The one who was... Is that Richter? Is that him? The, the young... Texan. No, 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 no. The young, oh, young black man. Dante. What is his name? Dante. Oh, Dante. Yeah. Oh, I, with Dante's the jaw. Kill, with, with the jaw. Like, I, said in, I, I said in here, Dante and his rictus grin... Okay, so I, I actually, I first of all, that was a great effect. But you know, when he first, when he first hits him with, well, it was an axe at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Did he kill him? Yes. And like, it looked like it went like into his neck, into his chest. Yeah. And when he, and you know, definitely enough blood for it. And when he started to get up, I, I said out loud, like, "Oh, come on! Like he's alive after taking an axe." <laughs> There's to the no neck. way. Come on. I respect so, it like, though. To find <laughs> yeah. out, like, yeah, right. So to find out where he got hit was like, oh god, that's oh awful. God. I so I, gnarly. That could have been a little bit clearer, but that was so effective. Yeah, there is something that is called, and I know <laughs> it sounds so crazy when I say this, but y'all know Emma and I are fans of the Glasgow smile. <laughs> mm, it is a fan. very, a very effective, creepy, mm-hmm. creepy little thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, R. it was well executed. Black Dahlia. Our sweet oh, angel, yeah, yeah, Elizabeth not Short. Count, not but counting you, honey. Yeah, we do, we do, we do love the Glasgow smile. We love it on people that aren't her. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Scott, I'm going to actually quote you in, in, for a moment here. I think I know this, this is. could be over very quickly if you pick up a big gun. <laughs> there are huge guns everywhere. This is Texas. You trip over a gun. <laughs> He actually said that full of rage. Um, and I mean, like, this Leatherface was a bit impervious to bullets, but mm. it is kind of like... Very Jason. Somebody Michael shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just shoot him. Shoot the man. I shoot will the say, man. I will say another quote that I had in regards to the guns towards the end. Oh, let's talk about and, that. And, and, and this was very specifically... Well, you see, the solution to PTSD from surviving a school shooting is picking up a gun and shooting people. Put a gun on the gun issue. I kind of put a gun on the gun. I kind of laughed at one point and I was like, was this movie made by the NRA? (laughs) (laughs) Because um, they love guns. (laughs) 
Yeah, this, and they're very much like, well, well, if more heroes had guns, then school shootings wouldn't happen. I I admire that she faces a fear. I admire that she faces a trauma. That um, and I do always like the theme of not running away from stuff and like like facing stuff. Like I do think that's always a really powerful character arc. But it's a little funny to be like, put a gun on it. You have a gun injury. Put a gun on it. Put a gun on it. <laughs> put a bird on it. Put a gun put on a bird it. on it. Um, can we just also talk about how awful? the character of Richter was. God, that man. <laughs> yeah. Um, really hated his, like, essentially, like, white power Texas pride just persona um, and, like, his hatred with Dante and their, like, butting head situation. But as soon as Dante is dying, he's, like, grabbing his hand and, like, brother. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck was he that? He like Hulk Hogan. It was, like, <laughs> brother. Fucking, oh, my God. Does blood solve racism, I guess? I don't know. Jesus. I it wish, was awful. I wish, I wish they had leaned really hard one way or the other with the Richter character. Yeah. Instead of kind of straddling the line there, like, I, you know, I kind of liked that he was obviously kind to our final girl. Um, I mean, obviously, we got to take down that bullshit Confederate flag. I think that was kind of an important part to make. But Richter was also, like, weird about it. He, like, yeah, did he it was. because he's like, yeah, I guess you own the building. And then he, like, shoves it into him. And is like, here's your flag. It was like, fuck know, you. Like, that's gross. I'm like, that's, like, super caustic to do to a person of color. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Like, ew. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I kind of wish that they'd made some better, stronger choices for Richter. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we doing here? Is he not actually a quote unquote dumb redneck or or is, or is he and we hate him I, 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 uh, uh, yeah okay so i clearly looked past some things with richter because i really liked richter Ew. and i, I think, okay, I some think of the you like you yes des- described yeah. though like i guess i blocked out from my head <laughs> i don't remember him being a dick about the flag i remember him being kind of like apathetic about it but i don't remember him being well, a dick about it i think it was I think he was like trying to be like a dick because it was the ladies' orphanage or whatever. Like, right. but it, it's like the why? Why use the Confederate flag as a vehicle for this? Because that flag stands for hate and oppression. Like, it doesn't stand for anything. And else. also, like, okay, I I understand that there are a lot of people out there who you know do have a a sense of misplaced pride in that flag because of no because it, of their family history or whatnot they don't understand is definitely it, it was a very it was a very difficult it was a very difficult lesson for blanche to learn about oh, her flag. Blanche. <laughs> golden girls was the 80s that was a different time, was a different time. that lesson but the yeah. last line about the flag was i'm paraphrasing was well it's not about racism this was my great grandfather's flag and that's why it's hanging up there that's the last line yeah that's the last thing that's said about it which like so you're so the last thing you're going to say about the flag is justifying it the millennials that feels icky the millennials kind of rolled their eyes they weren't they weren't buying that like they weren't they weren't buying it, but it did feel kind of um, apologetic. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I yeah. think, you know what? I'm sorry, but I think you could tell the lady, look, I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. Like, I think they should have been more straight up. And instead, they choose to just be mean about the fucking deed. And it's like, you should pick your battles here, kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were pretty harsh about the deed. They were pretty yeah. harsh about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and oh my god when they go to look for the deed in the house it was such a silly plot device just to get them in the house yeah very silly very yeah. very silly and well, he's like oh i left it in my it's... office in... the flag <laughs> itself was 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 a silly reason to go in there because yeah. if you're gonna go into that and you're gonna have lines like that and you're gonna try to make her seem sympathetic at the end of all of it even though she's hanging a fucking confederate flag outside of her window yeah like if you're gonna go that route you kind of have to you kind of have to go there so either either go there or find a different way for them to go into the house right or maybe she could maybe they're just fucking inspecting their damn property maybe they don't have to go out there and yeah they saw also, someone in the attic window and they were like, what the right. fuck? Who's in our house? Get the fuck you out know? of our house. Get the fuck right. out of our house. We own this. <laughs> I also love that when they took down the flag, they just like left it there on the ground. And I'm like, 
throw that shit away you don't want people to see it but you just left it on but the you ground. just left it on the ground exactly like fucking burn that shit jesus yeah it was a li- i don't know yeah it was a little i again it was all a little all over the place with like are we feeling sympathy for this woman or is she a, <laughs> a bigot <laughs> like where, or where, is she where a we? bigot <laughs> and we don't care um how about the lady that broke apart in the window I did kind of love that was one of my fa- that was actually my favorite kill from the bus massacre scene yeah. just being I like sliced too. in half and her front part falls out and her like fucking Lit. intestines just trail behind yeah. her <laughs> <laughs> but she's the only one who knows how to open a fucking window yeah. <laughs> they're all in there just like softly tapping like, on the glass no, no, no. no. <laughs> and she's like oh oh I guess it's just a latch <laughs> it opens Somebody should have done that sooner. Uh, uh, did love um, the use of the chainsaw corkscrew to uh, get nice Leatherface away for nice a quick sec. Super yeah. fun. I liked that you know? too. Um, uh, one thing I thought was kind of powerful was when Sally is saying their names and he's just like, Whoa? you know, it's like, yeah. That was nothing to him. He doesn't even like remember them. That was Tuesday, remember that. That was Tuesday in the Sawyer house. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really interesting because that's a really good example of, you know, may- and maybe I'm overthinking this, but I don't care because we like to talk about horror academics around here. Um, you know, she lives in the moment. She lives in the drama and she can't move on from the situation. And that's just it, all, the only person that's getting hurt is her. Yeah. Because he's moved on. He's moved and on. So, he's, yeah. It's nothing. He doesn't him. think about it, but she lives in that moment every day. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, maybe there's something about Sally, you need some therapy. I <laughs> Instead of I don't know. becoming a Texas Ranger with a, you know, a fucking watering a pig. Yeah, yeah. And like your only goal in life is to find this guy and kill him. Like, it's just right. that's not great. <laughs> right. Oh, like, I, I get it's it. Not a great, it's not a great ending to her story. No, I just forgetting even just what happens in this yes. in this yeah. movie. Yeah, it's just not it's not a great ending to her story. And and I am being a little bit facetious on purpose. I Sally went through the worst thing a person could go through. Sure. And it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's um, I think it was an interesting plot and character moment that she you know, she's still right there and he is not. Yeah. Um, but she's okay because she put a gun on it. She sure did put a gun on it. She Multiple. put a big gun on it. Um, yeah. So a pretty oh. kick-ass truck. Yeah, definitely. Love that truck. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. One thing I really liked that this movie did, and I don't think this is very easy in this day and age, is they went for brutality over cheesy and overly sentimental. Yeah. Um. I think that's a little hard to do in this day and age. Um, and I liked I liked that. I liked that the sisters had some moments, but I love that it gets spoiled at the end. <laughs> Very much think- spoiled. <laughs> what did we think about that twist on the original ending with the car rolling away? The and self-driving the dance. Tesla. Yeah. And the dance. Um, what do we think of that? What do we think of that? What do we think of that? Um, I mean, I feel I think it's the same as the rest of the way I feel about this movie. Sla- love slash annoyed. <laughs> like, I kind of love that they went for it. Like, she's stuck in a self-driving car watching her sister get her head chopped off from oh, a killer that they thought they head. killed. Oh, my God. So yeah. fun. But at the same love time, the I was cat. like, aw. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think it was a clever homage. I do. And, and especially at the end with that last shot of him swinging the uh, love the, the chainsaw in the air, I was like, "Oh, fun little callback." He still dances. He's, it's kind of like sad it wasn't at her- sunset, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you go through hard times and you lose your family, but just remember to dance. That's like, what just the, that's the message dance. of this yeah. movie. What's that? Uh, live, laugh, you love. Dance. Yeah, exactly. That's what that song was about. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I think that would have been a perfect thing if they played that song, like a nice oh, metal yeah. cover of that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, yeah. credits. I think it was a clever homage. I still don't quite get why that whole like part where Leatherface was in a puddle. Okay, a very deep puddle. <laughs> very deep. Well, puddle. I don't get that because I mean I have the descent for that energy. Yeah, I lo- I watch the descent for people jumping out of puddles. Yeah, we also have the most recent uh, Halloween. Uh, oh. Hall- Another puddle uh, and, jumper. And 
and <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth and all that. Like, Everybody does Leatherface have to also be a supernatural entity now? I don't know because he's An not played off. Killable force. Yes, so it, it takes a. It, what it does to me is it takes away it, that humanity that it that that the movie actually worked very hard to create in him at the beginning. Yeah. Mm. You know, th- this 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 very human reaction of uh you killed the only like I've al- I already lost my whole family. Yeah. And now I lost the on- the other only person who's ever really cared for me. And so I'm going to kill everyone. I'm just going to kill everyone. It's not a great reaction. I I concede, but it's it's human. And then turning him into this supernatural unkillable force it, it felt done to me and it, yeah. and yeah. i will say that that her riding off in the self-driving tesla was hilarious <laughs> and creative but I liked hilarious it. Yeah. Um, well, see, but, I liked it except for now you had to just say it in that context, the self-driving Tesla, and now I feel ashamed for liking it. <laughs> but um, which I think we're going to go into pretty soon. Um, I don't feel that because of other events that happened in the story that she deserves to carry that torch because it it frames her as Sally. The new Sally. The new Sally, right. And because they killed Sally, and I don't feel like Sally really got to do anything, I don't know if the torch was properly passed. She passed her gun. It was the gun. She did pass her gun. You're right. She passed the gun, (laughs) put a gun on it. That's the torch. Put a gun on it. Um, I agree. It almost feels... Is that the title of this episode? Put a, put a gun on it. <laughs> put a gun on it. Well, that's switch point. Um, yeah, it almost feels like Sally didn't quite have enough to do, huh? Yeah. Kind of feels like... It, was, it yeah. was a letdown, big time. They like, uh, especially with it being a direct knockoff of what they're doing with Halloween now. Like, yeah, it's disappointing can't, seeing can't that Lori is getting all this comparison. hype and yeah. poor Sally... You can't help. You can't help but look at the two and be like, "Oh, because that's." Oh. I almost think. I almost think it would have been better and and hilarious if she had even less time. Like literally, they talk about her being this Texas Ranger, and that she's on the hunt. She's been hunting him for fifty plus years. She shows up on screen with this like badass moment, walks up, and just immediately I'm gets murdered. <laughs> I think that that actually would have been better. <laughs> What if she got? What if she got hit by a self-driving Tesla? And <laughs> the Texans' real enemy, the electric car. The electric car. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I will say though, I was more satisfied, like because she kind of dies twice, right? Like she's right. she does die twice, which she is good. First and the first time she dies is I felt like super dissatisfied. Like yeah. oh, so yeah. she shows up for five minutes and. And okay, literally falls the, in the trash. The, the actress who played Sally in this in this film was badass and awesome. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. But but the fact that it's not the actual actress because she's passed. But yeah. uh, she's passed. Uh, I, I understand. Um, I actually would have it. It detracted from it even more though. Mm. Like if it was the original actress and you gave her like five minutes in the film, be like, that's a nice, you know. Yeah. thing to give her but like no you you deliberately recast this because you wanted to to bring that into the story right and then she shows up for five minutes and just dies she does she is given a pretty good line upon her second death though i can't remember exactly what it was paraphrase but it you know she basically tells you know the the new lead final girl like um oh i wish i had it written down it's but like kill him or he's got he y- That'll always follow you. Or, or it'll always like follow you. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. I love that because that's like we were talking about with you can't run from shit, right? No. And so no. so at least with that line, it did give it it did give them a reason to have her in the film. Right. Yeah. It, it gave a it, it was able to, you know, put a whole message together. Yeah. And, and it was that closure, it was that redemptive thing, like we were mm-hmm. talking about that, you know, she's so stuck in the moment because she never killed him she never got closure is what their their argument is so then it's like yeah that makes sense that she'd say that to her he massacred your family don't stop believing (laughs) (laughs) um so all in all 
I think people are, I think a lot of horror fans were just sitting there chomping at the bit, just so excited and ready to just hate this film. And I think that's a little unfortunate. I'm kind of like, I wish we all would have gone in a little more optimistic. I mean, that's the genre and the people who love the genre for you are very similar to Star Wars fans. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch our nostalgia. How dare you? Um, You know, we've talked on the show, Kelly and I talked about it last episode about, you know, just your your proper nostalgia, your love, your originals will always be there. You know, maybe open up your heart a little. Open up your heart. But I totally get that, um, you know, nobody wants a Snyder cut where the fans are like, you did it wrong. So then they have to release a new one. Like you can't, you can't play into their hands too, too much. Right. We were talking about that with a video game recently too, but, um, Oh, uh, Horizon, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. The new one Forbidden West. Yeah. Um, but at the same time you want to give like, the fans something to cheer about with the you know oh this is my nostalgia i love it's a tricky it's a very tricky balance yeah totally okay so texas chainsaw massacre (laughs) we laughed we cried we laughed we cried we were disappointed we were were excited we were happy um roller coaster of emotions yeah but mostly like a roller coaster i just I, i really just kind of enjoyed the ride that's really what I would say. And there's t- certainly plenty to like and to dislike in there. But it was, I mean, I still had fun. I had a great time. I, I would agree. I think it is a very fun film. As someone who does not hold the original TCM as precious, I still think yes. that it that it fails as a sequel to it. Yeah. But I, I think just if you just let that go, it is a fun film. Right. You just let it float off into the ether. <laughs> it's just sequel. take it for what, taking it for what it is. It's a good time. It's a fun yeah. romp. Have a romp in Texas mm-hmm. with Leatherface and the Dancing Chainsaw. Yes, please. Yeah, we'll go. Um, well, shoot. Kelly's not here to tuck us in. Oh, oh wait. Um, we need to do a rating. What was our rating? Oh, How many chainsaws? Shit. How many chainsaws? Out of what? Five? Let's say 10. Out of 10 chainsaws. That's a lot of chainsaws. I know, but five always throws me off a little bit you feel, you feel limited by five i feel limited i like 10 I'm okay we're not gonna make you okay um i'm gonna <laughs> s- i'm gonna say um for the fun brutality and kills really gives it an edge i think i'm probably gonna say maybe about seven chain stars maybe seven about seven. Stars. yeah i mean it's not it's like a, eh, it's probably like six and some parts of a chainsaw yeah yeah i was going six and yeah. a half yeah it's like six chainsaws and a butcher knife (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah you get some extra parts there but you don't have enough to make a full chainsaw yeah yeah i'm right there with you i think it's about i think it's about six chainsaws i think it's perfectly serviceable as a fun movie to watch as a chainsaw it's perfectly (laughs) serviceable it will get the job done it will get the job done doesn't quite have the 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 size of gas tank as Leatherface's chainsaw, but yeah. it runs. But it does run. His runs on hate. <laughs> oh, so yeah. that's probably. Why oh, that's right. So You're fooled. right because he is now a supernatural being. Oh yeah. my god! Please, it just runs on pure hatred. He already is. I don't want it. He drowned, but rock, but rose from the puddle. I'm at, I, like we talked about. I'm actually kind of okay with Michael becoming supernatural in this new arc. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I'm okay with Leatherface. No. That's why I liked him so much, because he is just, like, a mortal enemy, you know? Like, he's not this supernatural being that you can never, ever, ever beat. Like, yeah, he's big, and he's tough, and he's tough to beat, but he's still human. Right. And that's part of what also makes it scary, is the Sawyers are people who eat people. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's the whole thing. People who eat. People who eat people. (laughs) That's what's scary. You spooky. Yeah. And also, they could have thrown in a, a bone and feather room. That wouldn't have hurt anybody. Wouldn't have hurt a single soul. No, I would have been happy. Um. Okay, well, I guess I don't know how to tuck us in, but I will say, can I say get in your sleeping bags? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Take out your fruit roll-up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you know, have like... Bite is yours more of a little eye holes? Yeah, a little mouth. Is yours more Leatherface or is yours more Hannibal Lecter? Leatherface. Definitely. I'm gonna say Leatherface. Yeah. 
Mine's just like the rainbow fruit roll up, you know, with all the You're different not colors. Put it on, on it. and pretend to be a killer. But no, I'm gonna put it in my mouth and have it be like a long tongue. You oh know? yeah, that oh, was always good. You're doing have fruit a... by the foot. <laughs> oh my god, you <laughs> are right. Memory unlocked. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay, no, no. Uh, the fruit, fruit, roll, fruit up. roll up is like the square it's, that's like wrapped or, up, or like the a, circles, or, the circles. Right. Oh okay. my god, I think I literally have a, a like organic fruit roll up in my cabinet right now. A fruit leather. The, they make fruit leathers. A and fruit I like leather, them, but it's not the same tarp material that the originals yeah. were made of in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I imagine Scott would put his on and he'd be doing more of a lector thing. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a fruit roll-up. Oh, you've had a fruit roll-up? I've had roll fruit up? by the foot. I've had fruit by the foot. I don't know if I've ever had a fruit roll-up. Oh, wait, yes, because... Oh, no. They were, like, okay. green okay, sometimes, my, my, red. Okay, and... my, my fruit roll-up is the kind with, like, the punched-in, like, little things that you peel out. You Nobody know, like the little dinosaurs. Did and yeah. I did it That's... every time. I remember this. But... I did it every time. <gasps> so I got the one with the with dinosaurs, the and I'm just... Oh, my gosh. I never actually did mine. I just ripped into it like a savage. <laughs> So, so my 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 fruit roll up is the dinosaurs, and I've picked each one out, and I've and stuck, stuck them to my forehead and my cheek and my nose. Oh my god! Wait, you guys, you know, like in Squid Game, how the the kids treat was the honeycomb. Yes. For Americans, it would have been the fruit roll up. It's fruit roll ups for sure. And getting Without the sharing it, yeah, because that's pretty much impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think even if you lick it, you're gonna be lucky. Oh my god! Yeah. Squid Game, get the squid squids game. in there. Squids, get, get the squids. <laughs> Okay, grab your squids, grab your fruit roll up, <laughs> and um, stay light as feather, stiff as a board, deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> Summer party. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs>